right, so welcome to episode three of Three Decades Deep. I would say it's our third episode. Is it? Um, big week, Jack. Big week. Big week. We launched it officially. I know. Officially launched the podcast. It was kind of exciting. It was. It, it was. was. And it was really nice to get some really nice messages from people and friends and support and... You know, people listening mm. to it being like, hey, I listened to it on the way to work. It was really cool. I, yeah. So it felt surreal a little bit. I'm not going to lie. No, knowing that people are listening to us yeah. fucking idiots. In their headphones. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I picture it and I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. But yeah. cool. Yeah, really it was cool. cool. I feel like it sparked a lot of conversations Um, just, yeah, with people that I work with and um, just like people, I don't know, that listen to it. They would all, if I had a few messages that were like, oh my God, it brought up these feelings for me or it did that for me and... It was really cool to have yeah. that. Straight up, I had like people messaging me being like, oh my God, I could really relate to, you know, the feeling of pressure and, um, you know, just saying that like, fuck that, feeling that pressure and having those emotions that we have. Yeah. Or like that, yeah, that we've experienced. Um, and it was, I think that was exactly what we wanted out of it. So, you yeah. know, to be. Kudos to us. I don't know, to be one week deep <laughs> and already getting it. Let's pack her up. Let's pack We've her up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today's episode, um, I actually think, to be honest, I feel a little bit nervous to talk about this stuff mm. because um, I think we have both definitely struggled with um, body image and self-esteem and confidence and um, I don't know, like when I think about body image, I just get a little bit like, oh, like, ugh, like it just scares me. a topic for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. And I think that's why this conversation is so important, you know. Um, mm. I think we were saying earlier when we were out on a walk, like we've obviously got that different feeling about talking about it. I've done it a lot. Mm. And I feel like, okay, like, yeah, you know. It's, I can see the positives from talking about it, but then I can also completely understand that, like, owning up and being like, hey, I don't like this about myself, or I feel like this, or I have these thoughts sometimes. Like, that's, mm. it is daunting, you know? Like, yeah. And I think, yeah, completely agree. I don't talk about it necessarily about myself a lot, but I work, mm. like, I work with a lot of people at, like, you know, some of my patients and stuff like that. I'm very, it's very easy to talk about it, you know, when the focus isn't on me. When you're giving advice and not... That's right. You know? Yeah. Not so pointing out things that... Yeah. And I guess that's what it is, right? When you're talking about body image and um, especially like personally talking about it, the things that you're pointing out are things that you have insecurity or have felt insecure about before and then mm. you're highlighting that to people and it's like, wait a second. You've been very, very vulnerable. For sure. Um, and a lot of these things are things that you've been insecure or like you haven't maybe never said out loud before Mm -hmm. but they're these things that kind of you know that you think over and over again about yourself um and yeah it's a it's a scary a scary topic um i think like should we just sort of talk about the structure Mm. of how this is going to go for this episode just so that you know kind of what we're going to cover um we've kind of like broken it down into different categories so we kind of want to just touch on you know body image in general um and just some things around body images like image like beliefs and um things that can contribute to that um we also did put out a post over Mm. the last few days and we've had quite a few people reach out to us and talk about some things that they've struggled with um so we do want to touch on that as well because it's really interesting to get different people's perspectives for sure um i know for me i learned things from Mm. people that reached out to Mm -hmm. us so um we really want to chat about that and then we kind of want to talk about some strategies that we can use and implement in our daily lives to help us you know, I think body image and, you know, insecurities are a really normal thing, but there are ways that we can try to help ourselves and change our thoughts. For sure. If you can just like make it, help yourself feel a little bit more confident and implement that into your day to day life, everyone would feel a whole lot better for that because that's sort of what it comes down to, right? Isn't it? Just like having that confidence to, I guess, like A, accept that you have insecurities, but then also B, just be okay with that. That's right. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, there's a few things that we've got that I think will help mm. a lot of people and are just like cool things to do and yeah. ways to sort of shift your mindset, which is like the key factor yeah. to having a healthy body image yeah. or, or healthy, like a healthy perspective of and just feeling better about yourself, you know, like 
it's not yeah. nice to have those constant thoughts and feelings and things like that so why wouldn't you want to just try and work on that and yeah That's try right. and be better mm. talk to me about your experience with body image mm. um i was actually thinking about this earlier i was like what am i gonna say and funnily enough I don't think I ever had body image issues until I got into the fitness industry. Mm. Like before I started training and, you know, being right into fitness, I don't ever remember thinking like, oh, I'm chubby or, oh, no, I don't fit into these clothes or, oh, I really don't like my legs. I never really had that. And I wasn't a skinny girl. I wasn't a big girl, but I was just, you know, normal. Um but it was just never on the forefront of my mind. And I think that's because I never, like I wasn't doing things to try and change my body or, you know, um, I didn't care about health either. So it just never, it was never really a thing. And then once I got into the fitness industry and started changing my body and I was like, oh, look at this, like I can look like this and I can look like that and I can, you know, change my diet and change the way I train and change the way I look and all of that. That's when it really started to become an issue. And it's only been, I think I said this in the last episode like it's only been in the last maybe four or five years that I've really just like grounded myself and become okay with the way I look and accepted the way that I look but at the start like I remember I was saying this to you earlier like when I did my first bodybuilding show and I was in the best or the leanest shape I've ever been in in my life and I remember I didn't place or I placed but it wasn't first (laughs) and I'm a sore loser (laughs) um and I remember like I got home like cracked it threw my trophy down and I had a photo shoot the next day and I pulled up to the photo shoot and was sitting in my car bawling my eyes out thinking I can't do this because I've I'm so fat Mm. I'm so fat I can't do this and like I look back I was tiny I was like I hadn't built any muscle at this point you know um and like yeah I was ridiculously lean And I think just because I had spent the day before competing and being told, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, that really stemmed like a whole new aspect of, yeah, I guess like body dysmorphia. Yeah. I will say I had body dysmorphia for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, So that is sort of like where it started. And then obviously being in the bodybuilding, you know, bikini industry, um, I think that brings on a lot of these kind of things that we're about to talk about um and there's probably room for a whole other episode on that (laughs) but definitely going through that like was the worst thing for my self-confidence and that's why I stopped competing in the end because I was constantly pushing myself and getting better and doing what the judges wanted and changing things and all of that and then being told oh good but not good enough good but not good enough like and that's just such a shit feeling right yeah definitely Um, so that's probably that's that in a nutshell I think just yeah not having it getting into fitness having it going Mm. through the highs and the lows and you know the eating issues and stuff like that around it um to then finally now being able to be like okay this is yeah and and I'm okay with that and there's things that I don't like but that's okay Mm. um and yeah doing what I do what I do now is for me not for a panel of judges not to impress anyone not to be accepted by anyone I do it for me because it makes me feel good and that's like that's the most important thing for me and that's been the best change that I could have made yeah definitely yeah and what about you what um yeah I think I feel like I have a similar kind of view I guess on it um as you do um as we do most things <laughs> um but yeah I guess I when I started training um I didn't really reflecting on much on my ch- teenage years I think I did have a few body image issues like I was always a little bit chubbier in school um and I always was a little bit insecure of I've always been very insecure of my legs that's always been a thing um I got bullied in high school like for my like for my legs and things like that I got called fat so I think like I always had those sort of underlining insecurities um and I agree though the fitness industry and you know really going to the gym and being around athletes and being around people who um you know are <laughs> amazing or <laughs> our dog sorry Levi's just <laughs> just plonked himself don't in front mind of the camera, like yeah I'll steal the show <laughs> <laughs> okay Levi um but I think the worst time in my life when I had the biggest, um, yeah, body image issues was when I did my bodybuilding show. Um, And again, like I was speaking to you earlier, I 
was the leanest I've ever been. I got up on stage um, and I remember just getting all the feedback and the feedback was like, you were too, you were too lean. You had your midsection, you know, you had too much definition in your midsection, like pretty much you, why, why have you got abs? And I remember just thinking, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, Levi. Levi. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, got it. <laughs> Sorry, no one else can see what's going on with my dog. Trying to step over the charger. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I that time in my life was really, really hard. I remember after the competition, I developed a really bad relationship with food. Mm-hmm. I developed a really bad relationship with my body. Um, I, you know, starved myself. I... Um, you know, I didn't want to, I wanted to remain lean. So I didn't want to put on any body fat. And I remember at one point I just completely broke down. Um, I like, you know, was in a really, really bad way. Um, and my coach at the time was like, okay, stop. Like we, you need to, you need to take this, you you need to just stop. And and she actually sent me a psychologist and, um, yeah, I had a really, it was probably a year or two where I had a really, really bad relationship with my body and um, food and, you know, the way I felt about myself. And it took me a really, really long time to build that back up again. Um, and now I, I mean, I still have securities. Um, I try to focus more on what, on what my body can do for me instead of how it looks. But again, that's a lot easier said than done. Um, but it's just having that thought there as, you know, something that you can go back to when you are having those moments where maybe your insecurities are a bit more prominent and you can just have that like gentle reminder of like but wait no this is what I need to really focus on yeah definitely and I think like I like being on Instagram sometimes is a huge trigger for me huge and yeah I'm sure like you you feel the same like sometimes I have to not be on Instagram because I get really triggered and um it's kind of scary to say that like I was saying before yes when we posted that you know we kind of posted our own insecurities on instagram Mm. the other day saying what we were insecure about and i said my legs and that's the first time i've ever said that out loud Mm. to like and that was i felt nervous Mm. and i've still thought about it Mm. like even though it's Mm. like two days later i'm like oh my god like i can't believe i said that Mm. so um yeah i think like it's 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 a it's a journey like it's not something that i think i'm ever going to overcome 100 Mm percent but i do And I think that's the thing with the fitness industry and, you know, getting yourself into the gym and wanting to build a better physical version of yourself. It can be so positive, but it can also be so toxic. Mm. Um, And I think, you know, hopefully, (laughs) Levi's thirsty. (laughs) Hopefully um, having this conversation will, yeah, just help sort of like alleviate that. I guess it's almost pressure again, isn't it? You know, like, and especially if we go back to competing, the pressure of being better of being as good as the other girls that are going on stage on you know impressing the judges and you know you being told that you had a six-pack and that's not what they wanted like that was obviously something you were quite proud of true yeah definitely you know so then how horrible is that to say to someone like that's why you didn't do well yeah you've done something amazing that is you know insane for you but hey no no and i guess you know that's the aim of the game that's the sport and that's why i hate it yes um but you know like and i said to you earlier i remember doing a show and they said oh yeah you're great you need to be leaner and your legs need to be smaller so maybe stop training legs and i'm like so is this a fitness thing or is this you know like yeah in what world would you tell a girl to stop training legs exactly and i think legs what do you want me to do (laughs) okay i'll just not train legs and and yeah i mean there are so many issues Mm. around that and maybe i do think that you and i are very very passionate Mm. about this topic so i do think it's something that we could probably even have a whole episode on absolutely um but it's yeah i guess that industry in general is just there's a lot that needs to yeah (laughs) and it causes a lot of issues and i think that's something that yeah i mean we don't need to go into detail too much but that's something that a lot of people don't think about they see the shiny things on instagram which again comes back to being social like to social media and social media creating that perception and that you know oh look she's got the bikini and she's got the tan and she's got the abs and then yeah you're comparing but you're not seeing the mental side of that and mm-hmm. um i honestly think if i didn't do competing that my fitness journey would have been so much different a lot so much healthier. healthier yeah yeah and i think you made a really good point there it's like you only see like on instagram you see all the flashiness but mm-hmm. i and i'm sure you know i know mm-hmm. a lot of girls who've competed who have now got eating disorders mm-hmm. and body image issues mm-hmm. 
And I'm sure you've seen the same. For sure. Yeah. Been, yeah. And been through it ourselves, you yeah, know? Like, exactly. Um, so it's a dangerous game. It is. It is. Do we want to touch on social media while we're, oh. while we're here? Yes, I I think so. Yeah. I think it's it's funny and I don't know if it's because of social media, but it feels as though body image, self-esteem um, is a huge issue in our society today. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you've competed or if mm. you've not competed. Mm. It's a huge issue. And when you think about social media, right, and you think about life before social media, when would you see a really pretty girl with a really nice body – at gym once in a blue moon maybe looking through a magazine that your mum had on the coffee table yep. or you know maybe your mum had a friend that was into fitness or something like that now we've got in this little device in our hands hundreds and hundreds of photos of girls posting their very best version of themselves day in day out and you're constantly seeing that like no wonder there's that it's such a big issue now yeah that it's so much more prominent right and it's also not even about it's it's edited mm. like you've got the lighting you've mm-hmm. got like the filters mm-hmm. you've got all of these things mm-hmm. and unfortunately our generation we are so addicted mm-hmm. to social media mm-hmm. and i mean like we're not like we're guilty of it mm-hmm. as well it's not something that sh- you know it's it's just the reality of what we are living with but with that comes a huge risk of you know comparison Mm -hmm. and you know thinking i'm not i don't look like her why not why Mm. am i different Mm. what can i do what can i be how can i you know make myself look that way whether it be starving myself Mm -hmm. whether it be vomiting up my food yeah do i need to do what she does what diet she on what does she eat i'll just do that should i take drugs to enhance my performance or should i you know like can i get a fat burner Mm. that i can that can help me shred Mm. shred down a little bit Mm. there are so many different things and i think that you know it's very 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 dangerous Mm. Um, and i feel like deep down i would like to think that most people know especially by now and i feel like it is a positive to social media that there is these reminders and things like that on there Mm. but you're never going to look like that person on social media ever they probably don't even look like that or they don't look like that 90 percent of the time you know um and that's due to so many factors but i think yeah, it's, I guess, coming back to looking at things and not comparing your chapter, whatever, to someone else's chapter, someone else's chapter 100, you know, Um, and also maybe using, seeing someone on social media um, as inspiration instead of comparison. So, okay, like, you know, if you can see it, you can achieve it kind of mindset, like, okay, cool, that's really cool that she's got shredded and she's got abs or she's got a really nice booty or whatever. You can use that as inspiration instead of being like, fuck, I wish I had that be like cool i'm like just gonna train my glutes a bit harder kind of thing does that make sense yeah definitely um and i think that you can also like look at someone and say hey that's amazing and they look amazing mm -hmm. but then using that as a way to sort of identify your own strengths Mm. like you know maybe you know you are proud of your shoulders or you are proud of your glutes Mm -hmm. or you are proud of something and it's like hey she's got really cool shoulders and i aspire to be like that Mm. um but hey i'm really proud of Mm -hmm the way that I've trained my glutes or, Mm -hmm. you know, like my legs or whatever Mm -hmm. it is and trying to also acknowledge like, yes, they look great, but I also have these strengths. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, there's so many factors to go into, right? But, and I'm so guilty of it on my feed, on my Instagram, I'll post like my best photos. On my story, I'm a little bit more um, like raw and open and honest and being like, hey, I'm, this is good lighting or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, nine times out of 10, what you're looking at is a photo that has been touched up probably is in good lighting. They're in their best outfit. They've got their hair and makeup done. Like, they you know, they've good. also, I think another thing to touch on is like, how many photos do we take of each other to get the one <laughs> shot? Do you know Mate, what I mean? If you look at my camera roll, it is literally just ridiculous. A hundred. And then we'll go through and be like, oh, yeah, there's two that I like. Could we do that again while I, you know. Like I'll um, change the pose a little bit. And so, like, while it might look candid, nine times out of ten, it's probably not. And I'm sure Mm. if you're a female, you can relate. You know, you get your friends to take photos of you and you're like, no, no, wait, my this, my that. I need to change Mm. this. I need to change that. So the way that you feel when you're taking photos is the same way that everyone feels when they're taking photos. Um, And I think that's really important to remember when you're sitting on Instagram and scrolling past that 
pretty fitness model that yeah. <laughs> you know and i think one thing that you know body image brings up for a lot of people is shame mm-hmm. and almost unworthiness mm-hmm. and i think that is something that is really dangerous because mm-hmm. those feelings are they're quite strong emotions mm-hmm. um and they're not really emotions that you talk about mm. Like I shame's just, like the lowest vibrational emotion that you can feel. So if mm. you're feeling that when you're scrolling on social media, like that's just not good for you. No, <laughs> it's not good for your energy. It's not good for <laughs> your energy, and we're chasing good vibes we only. Just want, yeah, good vibes. <laughs> um, but it's true, and and I think that's why a lot of the time people don't want to talk about mm. it. Um, you know, they 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 keep it all inside, mm-hmm. and then you know that's why I think you know eating disorders and um, you know like body image issues mm. are so taboo because no one really talks about it well because no one's gonna just go oh hey by the way just so you know i hate mm. my legs i hate my this i hate my that i hate my this and that's why i'm doing all of this and that's why you know i'm on a diet like nine times out of ten mm. people will say like oh yeah i just want to lose a bit of fat mm. but their deep rooted insecurities aren't coming up as a general topic mm. right and while we're on it can we talk about cellulite yeah because women women ladies we have cellulite and fellas, and fellas if you if you're listening if you got cellulite everyone yeah has fucking cellulite yeah. and i will never forget when i i won't name names but i was in a situation mm. and there was a male there and he commented on another female cellulite in front of me and i saw red Fuming. furious and i just you know, I just thought this is the exact reason why, and I feel like it is probably more to you know targeted towards mm, women. Mm. Um, you know, this is why women are so shameful mm-hmm. of something that is so natural, yeah, and so common, yeah. For so sure. I just wanted to like, I just wanted to reiterate, and again, that's another thing that you're not seeing on social media all the time. No, are you like, you know, it's not a common thing for a girl to post a photo from you know of behind and you can see that she has cellulite Mm. um and i think it is quite refreshing when you do see it because it's like oh Oh, i'm normal yeah and so are you yeah you know um and yeah it's just one of those things i've been the leanest i've ever been and still had cellulite yeah same so i hate to break it to you girls if you're dieting (laughs) to get rid of your cellulite like gonna happen (laughs) um yeah definitely i think that we need to that needs to be normalized a little bit more because it is yeah and just accept it you know and i was saying earlier like if you can't change it change the way you think about yes. it yes so like is a prime example for that yeah and know? yeah definitely and i think you know one thing i also wanted to touch on you know change about like changing the way that you think mm. about something um is this concept of core beliefs mm. so core beliefs are beliefs that are really ingrained in you so you usually have them by about the age of seven mm. and a lot of people who have experienced um you know turbulent childhoods or inconsistent sort of you know parenting styles and things like that they can develop these core beliefs and a lot of them can be around you know low self-worth would you say it's only for people that have experienced like a bad childhood or um <sighs> It's if you've, if as a child, you, the care that you've given or that you've perceived to be given has been, you know, I guess not um, good mm. or not sort of consistent or you've felt unsafe as a child, mm. then a lot of the time you can develop these mm. core beliefs around feelings of unworthiness mm. or not being good enough mm. or not being worthy of love mm. and all of these core beliefs and to be honest they're really subconscious you it's something that it can take a long time to unpack but there is a really strong link between these core beliefs and eating disorders um body image issues um self-esteem issues there's a really large link between those two so sometimes you know like we're talking we've spoken about body image as being around your physical Mm. body but a lot of the time when people experience feelings of unworthiness Mm. it can exacerbate into body image issues as Mm. well um and i just thought i'd mention that in there because it's not just around i guess you see something on social media and you think oh like i want to look like them like there is that aspect of it too but then there are also some really deeply embedded 
I guess, core beliefs that can also um, present themselves as body image, self-esteem um, and low confidence. Mm. And um, which is, we see a lot of that with people who have um, anorexia mm. um, because it's almost like they don't feel like they deserve to, you know, they don't deserve things mm. so that they starve themselves and they kind of, you know, turn and themselves. to be worthy if they're this thin or that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And then they develop those really unhealthy, toxic behaviours mm. and, I mean, I know we've touched on a little bit of these sort of disorders, but they're very, very serious mm. and, you know, people can die from them. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it can be really hard. And I think because they are still somewhat classified as taboo, mm. they're not openly spoken about. When you've got it, you have that shame around how you feel. So that's why it becomes so hard for you internally and becomes such a big drastic thing um and i think that that's that plays a massive part in it being such a big struggle right definitely it would be hard for anyone to i can imagine sorry like i'm Mm. you know i don't know and if i'm wrong i'm sorry but like i can imagine it would be really hard to stand up and say like i hate my body and now i am bulimic or yeah yeah i have anorexia and i need help like even getting to that point where you realise it, I can imagine would be hard because it is an illness, right? Yeah. It's not just, you haven't just made it up. It's That's come right. from somewhere. And and I think there's a lot of misunderstanding around it. I think mm-hmm. people don't That's understand, right. well, just eat something. Why mm-hmm. don't you just eat something? And it's unfortunately, it's not that simple. No, and there's a lot not. of very um, ingrained behaviours that kind of like, that's the end mm. result mm. um and i also think it's important to mention that uh, like it's it's a mental illness mm-hmm. so bulimia um and anorexia they're classified as mental illnesses however they are the only mental illness that really impact the physical mm. physical health mm. in terms of like you know mm-hmm. depriving yourself mm-hmm. from food and um, i've spoken to a handful of people that have gone through it and it sounds like the most horrible traumatic yeah. thing to experience like the thoughts that you have about yourself and the thoughts that you have about eating and the way that you try and control it and stuff like I couldn't even imagine how hard that would mm. be you know um yeah and if any like you know I think obviously it's a huge thing to be able to unpack but if anyone ever does have those sort of concerns or if they are experiencing something like that it is really important to get help it mm-hmm. is really important to reach out to someone that you trust or reach out to us mm. <laughs> you know like i think that there's if there's someone in your life that you know you don't feel like can judge you or will judge you um you know that's the first step just having that conversation mm. um and i'll never forget um someone on instagram had messaged me one day and was like hey like i you know want to get into shape blah blah and had sent me a photo of someone that they were aspiring to be like Mm. and I knew that that person had very healthy habits had a very bad mindset portrayed a very different version of them on social media and that was so hard for me to deal with because I had someone who was looking up to someone on Instagram but I knew what their life was like and what they were like and what their habits were like and how unhealthy they were and like you know, I guess what I'm trying to like touch on is the fact that like sometimes you see things and they're not as they look. Like you might see a skinny girl and go, "Oh wow, she looks amazing. I'd love to be. I'd love to be that lean or something like that." But mm-hmm. you don't know if there's some really unhealthy habits or behaviors that have got them there. Yeah. Does Definitely. that make sense? Yeah, like, of course. And that's not me saying that having an eating disorder is an un. That's like you know, kind of off the topic of eating disorder, but. I guess it's going back to that social media comparison, right? Where you never know what people are doing or what they have done to get there. Like a lot of people aren't jumping on social media and being like, I got liposuction on the weekend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Or yeah. Like, you know, I don't eat for, I don't eat this many meals or Mm. post their photos at gym, but really they, run on the treadmill because they wanted to burn off their last meal. Like just those kind of things that you just don't see a lot of the time, unfortunately, on social media. Unfortunately, a lot of people aren't as, um, what's the word? Are transparent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, which is shit and does my fucking head in, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think we can all kind of think of, you know, examples. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I guess like one thing we also wanted to touch on around body image is um, there's a there's a huge genetic component to oh how God, we yeah. look. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes you know, I know for me, like my legs and my you know thick hips. Mm. Cheers, mum. If you're listening, appreciate you. Um, if you but, can't save lives, get around it. Oh, you know what? I actually, I'm starting to. Good. I'm starting to. I love that. Um, it, yeah, but I, I think it's really important to just touch on genetics because there are things about our, you know, our own individual bodies that mm-hmm. we can't really change. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the way that our genetic makeup is determines on, like, how far we can take our body in certain areas you know um and like midsection is a prime example yeah so many people will be like oh i just want to get a six pack but they might not have that genetic profile to be able to have that they could only get like a middle line or you know like because of genetics yeah and that's just yeah that's one just prime example but obviously genetics play a factor in everything 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 um yeah. <laughs> well, you just gave me the head nod like I'm supposed to know like, what's next. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, yeah. The head nod. Um, no, I, no, actually, the one thing I just realized what I wanted to say, I had I had it in my head and then I went blank. I guess another part as girls, and I'm sure you can feel me with this, is PMS. Oh, mate. So I don't know about you, Jack, but when I am getting to that time of the month, all of a sudden, I hate myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm put on five kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel fluidy mm-hmm. and I just, I just hate mm-hmm. the way I look. Yeah. I had this conversation with my girls a few weeks ago and I said, you know, we've got to really start getting over this whole, I'm not going to take my progress photos when I've got my period because I feel shit. Like, I'm sorry, hun, you you've had your period <laughs> every month for the last however many years you're going to have it every month for the next however many years like and it's just it's so true that we like completely beat ourselves up and I am so guilty of it like I know that I start feeling pale like I know my PMS symptoms back to front and it's like I start spending money and then I'm like here we go go. (laughs) buckle up boys I start feeling really pale I've got severe tanorexia but we won't talk about that that's a different point yeah (laughs) I start feeling really pale I you know feel a lot more fluidy I that my negative self-talk at that time is atrocious so so bad and then it's like I get my period and then I like look in the mirror and I'm like slay (laughs) you cute (laughs) like just kidding it's funny because that was true in like one day literally and the next day you're like oh I'm good again (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I think it's important to also be aware of where you are in your cycle and how that can play an like a role in how you feel about yourself and your body 100% and also like what it does to your body physically right like I get my girls to track their weight and to look at it month to month so they know okay say they get their period on the 15th on the 10th is when they start noticing bigger fluctuations okay cool so let's not get attached to that and I guess that's another thing that we should touch on is your comparison to scale weight and you know um how you people make that a part of their self-worth it's like a be all and end all yeah it's like I put on one kilo, I'm a terrible person. Yeah, I'm failing. And it's like, I'm sorry, but if you're doing all the things. Yeah. yeah, Like, it's just not, yeah. I mean, a lot of the time, if you look at people's before and after photos of like a, you know, a shift in their physique, the weight stays the same. Well, that happened to you last time. You did like a sort of, what was was it, like a bit of a transformation kind of cut, bulk, shred. Yeah. You were looking really good. And you said that your weight hadn't changed at all. That I weighed the and same. imagine if you were just focusing on that, how disheartened yeah. you'd feel. Yeah, definitely. And you're putting in the work, and I, my clothes were like I was. My clothes were getting loose on me, mm. and they were getting baggy. Weight remained the same, mm. mm-hmm. which was I thought that's pretty cool. Yeah. So weight is not everything, and I think it's that's a really good no. point to bring up, and especially around your period. Yeah. Like my weight fluctuates two and a half kilos. Yeah. Like I can wake up and be two kilos heavier than I was the day before. Fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. you're like, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
should we move on to some of the things that people sent into mm. us? Um, because I found some of these very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, so I guess like a consistent theme, a theme that we kind of got was um, people not fitting into their clothes mm. being quite a big trigger. Mm. Um, and I guess that is really hard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because it's sort of like you put you know it, it's sort of like that's the first sign of oh you know i might be putting on weight mm. um but again we have kind of brainstormed mm. you know pms mm. or certain times you know certain mm-hmm. times in your cycle mm-hmm. or um you know maybe just like going through a bit of a shift mm-hmm. or and i also think the other thing to mention with this stuff is life happens mm. you know life happens stress happens people go through shit and you know, you might put on weight, you might lose weight mm. in that time, but also it's important to be kind to yourself mm-hmm. because stress is really, really hard to navigate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and like for me, I know that when I'm a little bit thicker than normal, I know there's just certain clothes that I'm like, they're my shreddy pants. Like, and we just like, you just don't like try and avoid the trigger, I guess, in a way. If you, do you know what like do you know what I'm trying to say? I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say like don't try on the small clothes, but like if you know that there's certain things that are gonna trigger you and you're already feeling fragile, then like just don't put yourself in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Not in a harsh way, but I just think like under like if you understand your body and you know what's going on and you know that, mm. you know, you're feeling this. Yeah. Okay. And I think there's also the flip side to that. So if you and I think I completely agree with you when you say if you're feeling fragile mm. to avoid those triggers. But if you're feeling, you know, I know for me, if I try on something and I'm like, oh, like it's a bit tight, mm. I don't really, I don't get like, I don't know, I don't really get angry. Like I don't get annoyed at myself. Mm. I don't feel triggered. But I'm like, okay, like it's time to just rein it in a little yeah, bit. A hundred percent. Um, a hundred percent. And that's like a good, like for me, that I think that's a good way that I kind of can. And I think that comes back to our last episode where we were saying, you know, we are in a position now where we have a pretty healthy relationship with our bodies you know mm. i've definitely still got insecurities i've still got things that i don't like but as an overall term we're in a pretty good headspace and we know all right this is what we like to maintain and when things like something like that happens to us we can go all right cool i've really got to stop snacking as much as i have been and maybe actually try to hit my steps or something like that and it's just like yep cool we know what to do do it rather than dwelling on it and feeling that shame and like how did I let myself get to this and da 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 It's like, if you know what to do and you know how to do it, then let's just start doing that. That's right. Yeah. Um, something else that quite a few girls sent in, um, we also had a guy, a few guys as well, sent in some stuff, but it was about um, like being quite insecure about certain parts of your mm. body. And I think this is a really good moment to say everyone has mm an insecurity Mm -hmm. it's very very common Mm -hmm. and no one's looking at your insecurity the way that you are you know someone said that they were insecure about their arms right Mm -hmm. no one (laughs) like it just that is just something that would be so built up in their mind and it's just become a thing you know they don't want to do things because of their arms they don't want to wear things because of their arms but how many people have gone up to them and said fuck you got pretty shit arms you know what i mean like it just doesn't happen it doesn't happen it doesn't and yeah and i also think you don't see progress how other people do no so for example i know like my whole life i've been quite insecure about my legs and i would say over the last few years i've they've they've definitely gotten a lot better like in terms of just being more toned and and things like that i still am insecure about them Mm -hmm. but one of my friends actually said to me she was like wow like your legs have really you know Mm. they're, they're because she knew how insecure mm-hmm. I was about them. Mm-hmm. And she was like, they just look so good. You've mm. done so well. Like, there's so much progress. There's so much change. And I'm just like, really? Because like, you see yourself every day. Yeah. And that is a, you know, a strong insecurity of yours. So you are constantly focusing on the things that you don't like mm. instead of stepping back and being like, fuck, how much have I actually changed? Like, what have I done? Yeah. And being proud of that. You yeah. Just, like... And I guess everyone would have that, right? Where they've got that insecurity and they're, they're so focused on that that they forget to look at the positives mm. or, you know, the progress that they've made. And we're so wired to do that as humans. For sure. We're always wired to look at the, like, the negativity. Um, it's like the, the confirmation bias. Like if you've yeah. had that for so long and you're 
you know, that's just a thought that you've had embedded in your mind and you put on some shorts and you look in the mirror and you go, oh, of course, my fucking whatever it is that you don't like is there. Yeah. You know, naturally, our brain just wants to go to like, oh, yeah, there it is. That's my belief. Yeah. That's my thought. Like, And it goes as well back to sort of like those core beliefs that you can have around, um, you know, your yourself as well. Um, but you're right. It's it's that sort of constant, you know, going like, like it's like tunnel vision in mm. a way. It's tunnel vision directly mm-hmm. to that point or that insecurity. Mm-hmm. And there's just no way out of it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's something that we need to all try and keep in mind when we're trying to cover up certain parts of our body. For sure. And think like. I don't know, if you saw someone that was a similar size to you wearing something that you are, you would feel insecure wearing, if you saw someone doing that, would you look at them and admire their confidence or would you pick them apart? Because I know mm. for me, like, I see someone in short shorts at the gym and I'm like, fuck yes, girl. Like, yeah. get it, you know? And then, yeah. like, I admire that regardless of how their body looks or how they might be feeling, they've gone, you know what, this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to wear these shorts, they make me feel good do it like so I think it's important to try and like look at yourself how you would look at other people Mm. in that situation yeah definitely and also like a cool thing to do is you know sometimes I find if I'm at gym and I see someone who I'm like they look so good it's Mm. actually just tell them Mm. like almost kind of like pass the baton on or you know try to promote like you know positive body image and and it makes such a big difference I remember I like randomly spoke to a girl at gym a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think I just offered her something um, and she took her headphones out and she's like, oh, no, thank you. And she's like, but, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, you uh, like, I don't know, you look so good. It was just a really, really nice com- like compliment saying, you know, you look so good. Like I see you all the time. You're amazing. And like for me, I thought this girl was rude because she never made eye contact with me. She never smiled at me. And then she said that and I was like, oh, what? Like how cool is that? And I think – being able to share that and like I said to her I was like mate you're always killing it you look so good like love your outfit I love and it's that. just yeah see girls uplifting girls I'm and it's just so it. like yeah it just it never doesn't feel good no so why don't we do it. it more we need to do it more. I'm, I'm all about it 100 percent um what else have you listened through sorry I'm just having a look um I think a really big one was not like feeling insecure about going to events where they might have to wear a bikini so going to the beach, going to a pool party, someone said they're like, you know, that someone said that this was like a really amazing part of summer, but it was a hard no because I have to wear a bikini and that breaks my fucking heart. Mm. I, like hearing that, I'm just like, no, like we should not be like stop ourselves from living because of how we feel about our bodies. Like that's if that's like where you're at, then you like, let's make a change. Yeah. Let's change that. Let's not let the way that you see yourself control how you live your life yeah because you know yeah yeah definitely i think it's you know i i think like swimming and wearing a Mm -hmm. bikini is a huge thing Mm -hmm. for women Mm -hmm. um you're really exposing Mm -hmm. like all of your insecurities Mm -hmm. aren't you Mm -hmm. um and i tend i completely agree it's Mm -hmm. like well you know if you can't change it let's Mm -hmm. change the way you think about it for sure and how as you said before and and i'm sorry but like go to the beach in summer and sit there and look at everyone in bikinis you see body shapes of all different sizes mm-hmm. all different shapes all different you know just like a whole beach full of people and do you sit there and go oh, that person shouldn't be wearing a bikini no you're never. at the beach you're at a pool like you know yeah for sure i'm with you 100 percent um Another one, so not wanting to photos, take photos or videos. Yeah, that also breaks my heart because the amount of memories that you miss out on or like you miss out on capturing because you feel insecure about getting in photos and fuck, I have these days all the time. Like I have days where I'm like, I don't want to be in a photo. I don't want a photo. Like, so I can completely understand and I completely resonate, but to the point where like you never want photos, like that's just that's so it's heartbreaking sad. it is sad and i think like you know it's important to make memories and for sure and again i think it comes back to that sort of shame mm-hmm. um people feel shameful mm-hmm. and they don't want to expose their insecurities mm. so they would opt to either not go to events mm. not take photos mm-hmm. and i guess the overarching theme here is not do things that are meaningful mm. or purposeful to mm. you and 
at the end of the day, how much is that actually impacting your life? Mm. Like if it is, you know, it might stem, it might be the body image is mm. the, the sort of factor here. But if that's impacting you going to social events, you taking photos, you going to the beach, well, now it's impacting so many areas of your life. That should be such fun beautiful times in your life that's right you know yeah and i think like it's important like we will chat about strategies um because there are ways mm. to sort of i guess i think it's just like trying to shift your the way that you speak to yourself at mm. the end of the day isn't it like yeah you know if you're constantly saying like no i'm not going to get in that photo because i hate myself like that's n- you're never going to feel good so Let's try and reframe that. That's right. And not have that, not having that be your main belief about yourself. Yeah. You know? And I think some of the other things that people sent through, so um, like one person sent through that they don't, they like it's not a constant thing, but they struggle with it on mm. some days. And then some days they mm. actually feel quite good about mm. themselves. Um, so just also acknowledging that maybe you will have down days. Um, of course, yeah. But when you do have those positive days you know trying to uh, well, yeah trying to sort of remember how like what why or what, how that made you feel mm-hmm. or um you know what are the, what other things you love about yourself i think it is really important to practice gratitude um mm-hmm. especially when you're in that mind frame when you can do it mm-hmm. sometimes on the down days it actually is really hard to mm-hmm. think positively For and sure. and to sort of change those thought processes um but if it is sort of a up and down kind of um, journey then it's definitely something to try to and I think it, what is really important speaking of having down days is to not not beat yourself up for having these thoughts so I think like not fixating on that and being like oh I'm so fucking dumb I'm having that thought again and you know I'm beating myself up and blah blah but almost just like accepting it and saying to yourself like okay thank you but that doesn't fit my narrative right now like that's this isn't helping me like thank you but just like control alt delete out of my mm. brain for a bit like not fixating on it and going in the other direction where it becomes this like overpowering thought and then it's snowballing into this big effect of yeah you know does that make sense yeah. like you you don't want to then be beating yourself up because you're having this thought yeah exactly right and i think one of the best things you can do to, when you are feeling that way is be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. So instead of being like, oh, I'm an idiot for feeling this way or I'm so embarrassed that I feel this way about my body, it's like, oh, like, there's my insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there like, it is. Just acknowledge it and like, like, it thank hurt, you, like, but no thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, like, it's there and it, like, yeah, it doesn't feel great and, like, it's pretty shit. But, you know, like, I can, I'm mm-hmm. okay and it's mm-hmm. going to be okay. And because I think acknowledging it that it's there Mm. is really important Mm -hmm. like kind of sitting with it and thinking okay it's there but it's not gonna it's not gonna affect my day Mm. um and being kind to it almost Mm. treating it like it's another sort Mm. of another body part Mm. like oh there's my my insecurities oh it hurts but it's you know it's gonna be okay Mm. um because i think a lot of the time we get into those negative thoughts of I hate my body. I hate this about myself. I hate this and and this is shit and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden we've got all of these Mm. overwhelming thoughts. And they are – the other thing is our thoughts are not not reality. Absolutely. So we can have all these negative thoughts about our bodies, but that's actually not the reality. It's not the truth, yeah. So really trying to challenge those thoughts. um, And something that I had said the other day, you know, our thoughts control our feelings – and our emotions and we control our thoughts so if you can like take control over that then you're going to change your mood you're going to change the actions that you take you know the way that you feel when you're taking those actions all of those things so if you can even just start to like tweak the way that you have those thoughts accept it be gentle with it okay find a positive but you know something that I do on my down days is like what would my most confident the most confident version of myself what would she do she wouldn't go to gym in a baggy t-shirt and hide, you know, and not look in the mirror or, you know, tell herself that she looks like shit and she shouldn't wear those shorts or whatever it is that I'm feeling on that day. And I really try and use that to reframe. And I'm like, okay, if I was the most confident version of myself, what would I do? Mm, I love that. You know, I'd walk into a room with my shoulders back, with my head high. I'd smile at people, you know, I'd take my selfie. I'd like Pump smash. Yeah, you know, I'd <laughs> smash my session and I go in with that mindset of like, well, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. 
I love that. And Almost I like fake it till you make it. You've be good or be good at be it. Be good or be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I think that's such a good, like, a good strategy. I kind of feel like I did that this morning, to be honest. 100%. Like, I was having a really shit morning. I had a really, just really felt really shit. And I messaged Jackie and I was like, I'm going to borrow your grey jumpsuit because I hadn't worn it before and it, I really wanted to and try it out. And it's a hot it looks jumpsuit. Good. <laughs> and I like did my hair and I was like, okay, I feel like shit, but like like at least dressing and trying to like, I don't know, it made, made me feel better. It makes the biggest difference. It does. If you like can put in that little bit of extra effort, like five extra minutes in the morning before you go to gym just to make yourself feel cute yeah makes the biggest difference in how you show up i think about like the days that say for example like i go down to the shops without makeup my hair's in a bun probably not washed in 10 days probably run into your (laughs) ex-boyfriend yeah (laughs) literally always (laughs) all the time Um, or you know and you just feel like shit the way that i interact with people compared to the days where i feel better about myself is insanely different and now i just make it like a a thing i'm like no pick something that you feel cute in don't just chuck clothes on for the sake of it you know yeah um and it does it makes such a big difference i remember you walked outside this morning i was like damn shut up <laughs> you're like you look so good and i was like i feel like shit but and i'm like right <laughs> listen up this is what you're gonna do <laughs> yeah like it's 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 amazing how and and like then you get to gym and you're like okay like i you yeah. know but it to be honest took me everything i had to for sure get and you could have so easily let the way that you were feeling consume you and mm-hmm. gone to gym and moped around the gym and felt like shit and then started picking yourself apart because you're already on that negative slope and it could yeah. have gone completely differently but you pulled yourself up you did the things that you know are going to make you feel better and you reap the benefits of that yeah, right definitely. you felt better afterwards oh i felt so much better afterwards yeah. i was like thank god um but yeah so i think yeah it's definitely important to yeah. sort of do those things even when you're not feeling great fun and fresh yeah you know um, do them every day yeah. regardless action breeds action so like you do that and then you're like oh i feel good now i'm gonna go do this and that's it oh i feel better you know and it just carries on um we had some pretty cool exercises that we yeah wanted to i yeah. guess i think just like really easy things that you can do that can help make you feel better about yourself to sort of like bring a bit more positivity into your mind um and just ways to i don't know build that confidence back yeah um and And like i'll start with like a really simple one so and this is something that i say all the time to the girls that i work with is if your best friend came to you and said to you the things that you say about yourself about them have i done that right have i said that right you know what i'm trying to say yeah what would you say to them so if you came to me and said, hey, Jack, what's my insecurities? Okay, you said, hey, Jack, I hate the stretch marks on my legs. I have cellulite. I, you know, I hate that I have acne scars on my face and I feel really ugly and, you know, um, I just feel like shit. Mm. There is no way that you would let me get away with that. Fuck no. Right? So why do we do that to ourselves? And I think that is just like another really simple question to ask yourself and just be like, if my best friend said this to me, what I'm saying to myself right now, what would I say? What would my response be? For sure. Yeah. And you like anyone would want to like reassure their best friend and know and like try and focus on some positives and things like that. And I think that's just like a just a really nice, gentle mm. way to And I think it's important like to like you would not I lost it. I know what I was saying. You would not remember what you were saying i would not it happens to me it happens to us both sometimes um no oh that's what i was gonna say so like you're being like being the person that Mm. is giving the feedback you genuinely would mean that like it's not 100 it's not like you're just saying it to make them feel better like because that's genuinely how you see them yeah so and i know it's harder i guess a harder concept to grasp when you're talking Mm. it saying that to yourself Mm. but um you know, try to be real honest mm-hmm. with yourself. And I think, you know, it, that's a really good strategy to use mm. because I think that we are our worst critics and I think we that we no exacerbate. no one sees you the way that you do. That's right. Yeah. And literally no one. Um, another really cool activity that, Jack, I know you've done before mm. is, and I think I actually encourage everyone to mm. go do this because I've also done it. Um, and it's just texting like a few people in your life 
and asking them to let you know your five strengths. Yeah, to describe you in five words. Describe you in five words. And you will be so shook at some of, like, I remember getting mine back and I was, it just made you feel so great. I was literally like, what? That's how you see me? Like, yeah. You know? And I think even like on the back of that, if you can write down how you see yourself in five words first and then ask your, like, say, pick five people. Yeah. Family, friends, partner, whatever. And if you need a reason to be doing that, say, you know, my coach has asked me to do this or I've listened to a podcast and I just want to, you know, because I feel like sometimes just sending that text message might be a bit daunting. But if you yeah. feel like you've got a reason and be like, hey, I'm just trying this. Like, can you just send me this, please? I need it for something. Yeah. Um, And getting those responses back. Like, mm. I just remember being like, what? I'm so, oh, it's I'm the best. What? It's so <laughs> uplifting. It's it is. so uplifting. And it really helps you kind of like identify your own strengths, but also you know, you might learn something about yourself mm. that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And it just breeds that little bit of extra positivity, you know, and it's like people aren't going to reply and tell you the things that you are constantly beating no. yourself up about because yeah. they don't see it. And that, that doing this will make that so evident. So I really encourage everyone to do that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, the last one I think we spoke about was – is sort of starting to compile a bit of an album in your phone yeah um of of all like you know whether it be someone commenting on Mm. instagram posts and that's Mm. a really nice comment or someone sending you a message Mm -hmm. and screenshotting them and starting to have a bit of a a, uh what can we call it what kind of album can we call it just like a good vibes album yeah really (laughs) just like things that make you feel good and make you remember that you're loved and i did this with a life coach of mine a few years ago um and it was like just so when you're having those days where you feel like oh i can't do this or oh i'm not worthy or like you know you're just having those moments you can go back to that album and just swipe through and you know even when you get a message from your friend after you've hung out with them and they said oh like it was so good to see you like um love you so much like even just those little messages like screenshotting that as just like a reminder that you are loved that you that people do appreciate you you know if you work in an industry where you help people when people thank you for helping them screenshot that yeah you know when you get feedback about your work about what you do about things that you've said you know like for us and like screenshotting the messages that we've got about this podcast yeah just as that reminder of like this is why we're doing this and like that's right you know again it's just like another uplifting thing to do yeah and focus on and it's I, i don't think we do that enough no and no, like we don't and it's enough. because you know and I was saying again this earlier like when we get negative criticism we will hold on to that a yep. hundred times more than what we will when we get a compliment so we need to sort of balance that out and start to really like let's hold on to the compliments because yeah. I know for me when people have said things about me that hurt me and oh, have insulted me dreams. I still think about them to this day yeah you know someone <laughs> I was going to say some of the comments that I got on TikTok one time, but I'm not going oh. to because it's going to make me cry. And this is all about positive. Yeah. And we don't want to cry um, on the podcast. But, it's, but do you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing. Like, that shit will stick. So let's try and make the positive stuff stick. And you can yeah. remember that rather than the one negative comment that you've got from old mate behind a keyboard. Or, he probably, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, we've this is we're actually at nearly at an hour. Are we? Yeah. Long one. You're welcome. <laughs> and do you know want to know why? I think it's because this topic is one huge topic, For and sure. I feel like we, there's so many more things that we could talk about, but we'll keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to make a part two at one point. Yeah. Um. But we're also really, really passionate about it, and I think like a huge part of what we want to do. Um, is to promote healthy healthy body image. Um, oh, there is the one thing I did want to touch on mm. really quickly was, and, and something that's helped me along a lot along the way is instead of focusing on how my body looks, I try to focus on the function of my body because at the end of the day, our bodies are incredible. Mm. Like our bodies heal us mm. when we injure ourselves. Our bodies protect us. Mm. Our bodies help us like, they Give literally us, keep us alive they without keep even us trying. Alive. Like without even, you know, yeah. we don't even realize and we just take that for granted. Day yeah. In, day and, you know, it, they, it allows us to do the things that we love. It allows us to do sport. It, it allows us to go to the gym. It allows us to be social. It mm. al- like our bodies are so incredible. And, you know, I for me, being so secure, insecure about my legs, I've always been 
you know, focusing so much on how they look. But one thing that's really helped me is I just think, hey, I've got legs. Mm. They're strong legs. Mm-hmm. I, they get me from A to B. Mm-hmm. You know, I if, if I didn't have, you know, if I didn't have them, mm. my how life would be so different. the least different. important thing. That's exactly right. And I don't know if it's like I, I work with a lot of people who have a lot of disabilities and I see a lot of people who really struggle because their bodies don't work. Mm. And I think that has given me a lot of, I guess, insight and appreciation and Mm. gratefulness for how healthy i am um so i think if there's one thing that you should take from this episode it's trying to focus on how amazing our bodies are Mm. and how they function and being grateful for that Mm. um because yeah i mean it's obviously looking a certain way is it is important as well like you want to feel comfortable in your body but you know having a body that for what it does for what it does Mm. for us it's yeah the body is incredible yeah so i agree we'll leave you on on that little Mm. little last thought yeah i love it um as always please we love hearing from you guys it's been really really cool um and yeah message us dm Mm -hmm. us let us know what you think give us um your perspectives what emoji we're going with the sun the sun send us the sun if send you us listen the s- to the to the whole episode send us the it's sun. actually the best i've been getting like little yeah, comments me little messages <laughs> and i'm like trying to remember like so did they just listen to episode one or two we should write I it know. down I like when we get oh, the we dancing lady yeah we should <laughs> in the notes um, so it's the sun if you've listened send us the sun but yeah if even if it's again like we said in the last one if there's a conversation that you want to have and you want to speak to someone who you feel like might understand or you know we'll have that chat with you with an open mind then please do feel free to reach out and message us and um yeah we'd love to have that chat with you and i think it's an important chat to have definitely and a worth a worthwhile chat for sure for sure um as always you can find us on (laughs) mlu underscore 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 with a double m (laughs) you did it again (laughs) bro it up Whatever. I'm just gonna. You just say it from now on. Just our Instagrams are tagged in the fucking show notes. So yeah. look at us. Look us up. Yeah. Check um, us we out. We don't have a time to do fucking equal chick or anything. We don't like. I feel like it's. We normally will be having. Fun we wanted segments, to have yeah. But a bit to, of a laugh. This but. topic was too big, and yeah. we had to cover a lot of topics. So we will. We'll be funnier chick. next time. We'll be funnier <laughs> next time. Promise. Um, People are like, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. You're not even funny. Yeah. Um. So you can take will probably be back next time. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um. Anyway. All right. Well. Pack her up, booze. Be you know the drill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. See ya. Bye. See ya. I can see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya.